0: Oh, no. <laughs> Perfect timing. Hello. What, you're not going good to night. clap? I clapped, it was just quiet. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Whatever time you listen to Mystery Mountain is good with us. Um, and I wish you a good one. Of
1: those of, of those time units
0: <laughs> How are you, Sarah?
1: Um, I'm good I feel like we recorded And the last time we recorded We were like, wow, we have nothing to talk about And then just like, everything got crazy Number one, it's our One year anniversary <laughs> Glad that we both are on the same page there. I don't think we really have any... Well, I have I have two stories for you. That's my gift to you. Oh, my. On this one-year anniversary. But I don't think we no. planned anything else. Um,
0: no. <laughs> we certainly...
1: I, like, texted you, and you're like, hey, we should do something. And you're like, yep. And that was the end of the discussion.
0: And then we never talked to each other again.
1: Um, second thing... I've had more wildlife encounters. <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> um, no deer this time. Though I did run into a fox on my way home at one point. And at first I thought it was a dog, so I like nearly chased after it. And then I was like, oh wait, that's not a dog.
0: Oh my god.
1: Listen. <laughs> there was one time on or college campus, I wasn't wearing my glasses and I thought I saw a cat. So I was following it. It turns out it was a raccoon. Um, so this is an unprecedented, my behavior never changes. I'm like, Ooh, fluffy animal. And I follow.
0: Well, maybe anyway, don't do that with every cat. fluffy.
1: <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> and I thought it was a missing cat because there had been these posters of these, this black and white cat that had been missing turns out it wasn't so when I brought it to the vet and it had no microchip no collar or anything I was kind of like what what do we do and they're like I don't know it's your problem now <laughs> I was like thanks doc <laughs> but he was very sweet he was very hungry I was very thankful that I had seen you buy food before so I, I knew kind of what cat food was good <laughs> <laughs> And he was very hungry, very sweet, cuddled a lot. Sadly, though, my roommate is allergic to cats, so I had to give him to the shelter. And also, like, he definitely was someone's pet. But he was a very, very kind guest while we had him.
0: Just a little guest?
1: Yeah, he just stopped by. He seemed very happy to be inside. And these are all kind of reasons why I thought, like, okay, I think this is really an indoor cat that got out. He also had, like, scratches and stuff on him so it kind of looked like he'd been in a little tussle but yeah he seems to be doing he seems to be doing good it was really funny when I took him into the shelter though because I don't have like a cat carrier or anything
0: so you just carried him
1: (laughs) well first I tried to I got like a cardboard box and I tried to put him in there like a pretty big cardboard box And he was not having it, so I was like, fair enough. So then I tried, I had a backpack that I like emptied out and just kind of like sat him down in there and zipped it up a little bit. Um, He didn't like that either. But I couldn't drive around with him because when I tried to drive around with him just like loose in the car, he would climb all over the place. And, you know, that's a hazard. So essentially what I had to do was open up my jacket, put him, like, next to me, zip up my jacket, so he's, like, next to me, and oh. drive like that. <laughs> and oh, that's how we drove the 15 minutes, and I, like, walked into the shelter like that. And they were like, um, can we help you? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm bringing in this cat. And they're like, are you surrendering your pet? I was like, oh, this isn't my cat. I have no idea whose cat this is. I just found him. Like, meanwhile, like, looking like a pregnant lady with a cat, like, head just, like, sticking out of my jacket. (laughs) Aww, that's so sweet. And they're like, oh, okay, so he's definitely someone's pet. And I was like, yeah, I've contacted, you know, all these different, like, lost pet agencies, or, like, Facebook and apartments and stuff like that. No one's claimed him, so... He was a very... he's He was a sweetheart. I've been trying to keep posted. Still no one's claimed him.
0: Oh, so is he still at the shelter? Yeah. Baby. But
1: he seems to be doing fine there.
0: Aw. Well, thank you for being a good person and taking him in and... One time my care.
1: following fluffy animals worked.
0: Yeah, the one time <laughs> following fluffy animals... Oh my god. Sorry, bear just... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking for me I moved to my bed uh uh-huh. because I didn't like it being in the corner. last night me 2 a.m I was like I can't keep living like this <laughs> and I redesigned my room okay and so I moved my as bed you do as you do to, yeah 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 to where it wasn't in the corner of the room um, and so the desk is a little bit tighter but there's still room for me to pull the chair out It's just the chair kind of has to be pushed in to be able to walk around the bed. Does Bear Bear disagree with that? Well, that means, though, that the bed is much closer to the desk. Ah. And that means that I turned around and Bear was, like, right there. (laughs) And it just... It just to me. Well, I turned actually and looked out the window, and it was the reflection, and there was just a black mass behind me. And I had just <laughs> briefly like looked at my reflection, and so it wasn't enough like, for hmm. me to like process the fact that that was clearly my black cat.
1: No, it's a demon.
0: Anyways, what I was trying to say before I got spooked by my own cat was that thank you for being a, a good Samaritan and taking the kitty in because not everyone would have done that, and. I'm sure he is very thankful for it. I mean, I, I'm just hoping
1: I didn't steal someone's cat, but...
0: Well... if
1: I don't know. No one no one claimed him.
0: That's the thing. If you did, you would think they would have looked.
1: Yeah. Um, what have you been up to?
0: That much? I don't know. It's been cedar season, and if anyone has ever lived... Or visited Texas during cedar season, they know. It's the pits. It is pretty rough. Um, So basically, I've just been thinking, oh, my God, I have COVID. And then I go get tested and I don't have COVID. (laughs) Yeah. And then rearranging my furniture at 2 a.m. That's it. (laughs) Oh, and getting new pillows for my bed. They're all pink now. Ooh, that's fun. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. See? COVID. COVID um it's not i rapid tested recently and pcr tested this week anyways (laughs) good because i'm going i'm i went through a whole pinterest rabbit hole this week too Uh while i was bedridden i'm joking i'm I'm literally (laughs) it's just like i occasionally get a sore throat and i'm like
1: (gasps) i mean fair i feel like i don't know i feel like our whole generation is going to be a little fucked up after this.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyway. And then it's like, it goes away when I take like, or take allergy medicine and I'm still like, but what if? And I'm like, but the army's got me. And then I like feel fine three seconds later. It's, it's been a whole thing. Um, Yeah. So I've been redecorating my room and I want to paint my room. So I need to email my landlord. It's not really my landlord, but. What color do you want to paint it? Just something that's not this fucking ugly blue. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay. I had a friend over yesterday. Yesterday the same one that I went to Ikea with and she came to my room and she was like oh my god there's three different shades of blue in your room and I was like (laughs) what do you mean she was like well the wall is one blue that no one would paint their walls ever then your curtains are a different blue that don't match the blue on your walls at all they don't it's not even like you know how you can have a playful." blue tones are, like, payf- playful where you have a monochromatic room. Like,
1: kind of uh, like a palette. colors uh, complement yeah, each other? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so no. That's fun. Uh, and then my closet's actually a different blue. <laughs> so whoever the fuck oh, in my bathroom is a different blue. Well, of course.
1: Someone, like, painted it blue or painted the room blue and then like years later got a discount on blue carpet and they're like oh it
0: will work because it's blue and then yeah our carpet is like green and my door to my room is bright green <laughs> mm. love it how i don't know
1: i don't know why you want to change it
0: oh you it sounds drugs? perfect Are you (laughs) fucking
1: on drugs? It sounds... You remember um, our house in Virginia? All the crazy colors that one was.
0: Yeah, that's what I feel like in this one, Sierra. And I have pink. A pink bedspread. All my pillows on my bed are now pink. So it's giving gender reveal. It's it's giving gender reveal. I was gonna say, it's not the vibe. So we are simply redoing this because... I cannot live, laugh, love under these conditions any longer, <laughs> and I officially signed my lease for next year. So I decided I can put in a little bit That's of work if I have a year and a half left living in this, at least. Yeah, so.
1: it's it's called community service for whoever's going to live there next.
0: Sierra, the blues aren't even good blues. <laughs> like they're abrasive blues. I guess the you've seen room.
1: blue. I don't really remember what color all of your room was.
0: You probably honest. don't remember my closet because it's it's a darker blue. Like, why why is not even the same color? What, 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 what? Anyways, I'll take a picture of all the blues and I'll send them to you after okay. this. But to take the blue off my mind, I'd like to hear a story. Well,
1: I've got two stories for you as a, woo, one year kind of thing. Cool, cool means. All right, so we're starting with this first one. Let me pull it up. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, so this first one takes place October 21st, 2014, Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Um, and it's with Jen Addio. And this actually became like really popular on the internet when it first came out. So, you'll have to let me know if you have heard it.
0: Have heard it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, So, it was a Tuesday after work. Jen decided to take sort of a walk in the forest. It was getting a little dark, but she wasn't really too worried. She had done this before. And so, while she was walking back to her car, she noticed there was a man behind her. About 30 feet back. Af-
0: cut the cameras. <laughs> Absolutely not. And so she
1: was, she was kind of like keeping an eye on him, but like, okay, I just need to walk back to my car. It's fine. When she heard a noise, turns around and see this this man on all fours.
0: Literally, cut the camera
1: <laughs> running
0: at her. Like if what- I was Jim in the office right now, I'd be staring right at them and then I'd punch the camera man. <laughs> I'm sorry what?
1: <laughs>
0: no further comments.
1: <laughs> yeah, so um this is this is a horror movie. This is terrifying. She starts running of course as well. Who wouldn't?
0: Uh, I you know, I'd just stand there and see what happens. No. <laughs> I
1: would I would just head to my bed. I'd be like, you know what? I'm in a silly goofy mood. <laughs> Maybe I'd it's say, like one I of those things that if feel it like bull rushes you, you need to like just stay, stay on your ground, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> if a man rushes at you in all fours, you just need to stand your <laughs> you ground. You need to stand your ground.
1: You need to identify yourself as Alpha in this situation.
0: <laughs> you need to just start barking at him, outwearing <laughs> <need> him. St- <laughs> that,
1: honestly, that is sometimes my idea when I go for walks by myself. I'm like, I just need to be, if I see anyone, I need to be the weirder one out of the situation. (laughs) They won't approach me if I'm the weirder one. (laughs) Um, It's like, there was this comedian I was watching at one point, and they were talking about Craigslist. And they said, it's always a fun game of who's the serial killer whenever you go to pick stuff up. And you just need to, like, out-serial killer vibes them. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you win Craigslist. (laughs) So anyway.
0: Honestly? Yeah, except I don't really give off serial killer vibes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a little hard when you're, like, a five-foot woman. <laughs>
0: yeah. I have bought stuff off Craigslist before, though. I just bring friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's okay. Those are the those are your two options. Bring friends or give off serial, serial killer vibes. Yeah. Anyway, back to Jen. So she's running. She's trying to find her car, but she kind of gets in a panic and... Runs off the trail, loses him. But now she's she's lost.
0: But now, in the process of losing him, she is
1: a um, one step lost. forward, two steps back. Yeah. And so she's walking around. It is like dusk at this point, so it's not good. You know, she's not wearing clothes for kind of an overnight thing. She sees a light, and so Better she's walking.
0: Be. Better not be the man.
1: She walks a little closer to it because, of course, like you know understandably hesitant yeah um and she sees it's a cabin and so she's like okay this could this could potentially be kind of my lifesaver here um and so she walks a little bit closer however as she does Mm -hmm. she accidentally steps in a sort of animal trap no and severely injures her leg Uh. but due to the just sheer adrenaline you know kind of survival instinct She was able to kind of finagle her leg out of the trap, kind of wrap it up, and made her way over to the cabin. But now the situation is even more dire than before.
0: This is like literally a horror movie. (laughs) I'd be like, why am I getting punked right now?
1: (laughs) I know. At this point, I would just lay down and be like, you know what? Just take me. Just... Clearly, God wants to fuck with me at this point.
0: Like I don't know what I did to you, God, but <laughs> but you win.
1: But <laughs> you win. Um, so she gets closer to the cabin. And because Jen's smart, she looks in the cabin first before just like knocking on him to get help. And lo and behold, it's the man.
0: I knew it was gonna fucking be the man.
1: Of course, think it's she the was man. Step
0: in a bear trap, but I did think that it was gonna be the man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you did think the cabin was a, a false hope.
0: You know, if I know a thing or two, horror movies, it's never trust someone who lives in a cabin. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: if you see a cabin actually run the opposite way. Yep. Um, You know,
0: if you have a cabin part-time, no hate.
1: Yeah, that's that's chill.
0: Mm Full-time?
1: That's real serial killer vibes. But luckily, he doesn't see her when she looks in the window.
0: That's good. She's just bleeding out. Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: So she has limited options, and she decides she's going to try to overpower him. Okay.
0: Uh, so. Uh, does she <laughs> realize she's bleeding out?
1: <laughs> I think so. Okay. Cool, um, cool talk. I don't know. Maybe this is uh, hey, you fucked me up. I'm gonna fuck you up before I go.
0: Yeah, um... Sh- straight up? I don't know.
1: Jen, Jen's doing Jen shit now.
0: Respect? Respect.
1: So she tries the door, and it's unlocked.
0: He said, it's fine.
1: <laughs> he said, I am the scariest thing out here.
0: He said, the bear traps won't get him. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I probably would have if it were a normal person. Um, so she's
0: dead. Overpowering time.
1: She, luckily she knows jujitsu.
0: No, what? Yeah, she does.
1: Um, Girl boss.
0: Girl boss? Gaslight and gatekeep all in one.
1: (laughs) And so she's able to, like, get him in a chokehold and choke him out until he goes limp. And when he goes limp... Girl,
0: why didn't you try that the first time? I,
1: I think, you know... She was kind of like, I'm running out of situations, whereas before, if you just saw someone running on all fours at you, you would kind of be maybe not thinking clearly. She had maybe a little bit more time to think. I don't know if going into a murderer's cabin is also thinking clearly, but
0: yeah, who knows. Okay. okay, I guess. Continue.
1: She grabbed some supplies, grabbed like a flashlight.
0: Well, let me guess, there's no phone or anything.
1: However... The man was just faking being knocked out.
0: That was the longest pause ever. I was like, did you log out? Like, what happened? Like, <laughs> no,
1: I'm still here. And so she... So there's
0: no phone. <laughs> there's,
1: there's, there's no phone. Um, Or at least she didn't find a phone at that moment because he now has a gun.
0: I've got a gun.
1: <laughs> and I guess Jen is really on some girl boss shit because she was like, fuck you and disarms him.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm a little lost, apparently.
1: <laughs> and so the gun goes kind of scattering. They're struggling, they're fighting. Jen says, you know, she was like, I'm running out of blood. This is really bad. But she's able to deal a le- lethal blow with an axe near the fireplace and escape. What? And when the police came, they found actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf.
0: Did you just...
1: <laughs> here, here, I, have a, I have a picture of what the, a picture of, um, the perpetrator.
0: Did you just tell me the Shia LaBeouf story?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said this was an internet, kind of a big one on the internet. Um, (laughs) October 21st was when it first premiered in
0: 2014. I literally hate you. (laughs)
1: Bloomfield Hills, Michigan is where Rob Cantor, the creator of the video, is from. And Jen Adio is Jane Doe, but with the letters scrambled.
0: I feel like <laughs> I was like, this story is like absolutely insane. There's no way I had never heard this before. <laughs> I was like, she literally is making this shit up. I feel like you need to explain that there's no way. I feel like most of our audience does not know this song.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, So in t- 2014, a song. Came out, kind of theatrical song came out, <laughs> basically going through this story. Except the idea is Shia LaBeouf, the actor, is hunting this person through the woods, and so this is basically a retelling of it without the music. I'll post I'll post the video on our Twitter, um, but this is actually. <laughs> This is a suggestion I got because I said, what should we do for our one year? Kind of marking it, and someone said you should just read the Shia LaBeouf story. The actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf.
0: <laughs> what There. I know. I, I know. Do you feel a deep sadness as I do? <laughs> i was waiting i was like the bear trap i was waiting for you you said animal trap which was very odd and i was very confused but then you said bear
1: trap <laughs> and i was like okay maybe she's on the same wavelength <laughs> um, i love you Everyone i'm you reading
0: get? i'm reading the lyrics though i even them. said
1: 30 feet back
0: you missed some pieces <laughs>
1: Yeah, I didn't say it was Shia LaBeouf initially.
0: He didn't have a gun. Yeah, he did. Oh, now he does. You missed where they wrestle with a knife, though. You stab him in the kidney. Safe at last. You limp into the dark woods. Wait, he isn't dead. See, you said he was knocked down.
1: I'm sorry. I changed it a little bit.
0: There's a gun to your head. And then you can do jujitsu. Body slam superstar Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's dodging <touching> every swipe. <laughs> I watched that video so
1: many times. Yeah, I did. I did change it a little bit.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. What's um, your other story?
1: So this other story is a real story.
0: Well, whatever you say. I'll see if I believe you.
1: <laughs> it. It. Yeah. <laughs> That one was just for funsies, but I didn't want to do one for funsies and not give people a real one too when they were expecting a real one. So I do have a real one as well.
0: Okay, are you gonna say it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so this, this story actually um, kind of going on our stream, not stream, uh, I'm losing the words, but going on our kind of like international tour since we've been doing a lot of international stories this takes place in Japan, so this story takes place in Daisetsuzan uh, Park in Japan, on the island of Hokkaido. <laughs> what? Nothing. I Listen, we've already established we can't pronounce anything.
0: <laughs> that was what I was laughing. So? The, it really just continues. Fun fact,
1: the indigenous people of the area Refer to the park as Kamui Montara, which is meant as "playground of the gods." It is Japan's most mountainous national park, and it has multiple active volcanoes. It is also home to a rare animal called the pika, which was actually the inspiration or partial inspiration for Pikachu. Oh, yeah. I do not have a picture of the pika, but you can. You can look it up. It's very cute. It kind of looks like a rabbit with short ears. And the tallest mountain in this park is Mount Asahidake, which is 2,290 meters or 7,510 feet tall. Okay. (laughs) Um, And this is one of the most popular trails, and this is where our story kind of takes place. So at a certain point on this trail... There's not really a forest. It kind of turns into a meadow sort of area. Oh, that's um, pretty. Yeah, no, it, the pictures are extremely beautiful. But because of that, it can be a little hard to find the correct trail.
0: Oh, I'm sure if you're just, like, wandering through a...
1: Yeah. And because, of course, you know, probably people will, like, wander off the trail. And there might be little, like, kind of branches and whatnot so there's a rock that is meant to lead you to the correct trail called safe rock and it's this (laughs) kind of rock (laughs)
0: listen
1: (laughs) that was beautiful thank you and here i have a picture oh i do have a picture of the pika too (laughs) here i'll share that and then i'll share my picture of safe rock so there's the pika pika Got you, And then... And here's safe rock. Safe rock. (laughs) So it's this kind of, like, cube-shaped rock. Um, Very
0: cube-shaped. Almost, like, looks man-made.
1: Yeah. Very, like, kind of bizarre. Um, But that's supposed to be your marker. You go to this rock, and you should be able to see the trail and be able to follow it just fine. Mm Mm-hmm. However, there is also... False Safe Rock. Which Mm -hmm. looks very similar to Safe Rock, but will lead you the wrong way. (laughs) Um, The villain of our story. (laughs) The villain. The antagonist has arrived. And so now they have um, kind of like signs and stuff like that, but at the time when our story takes place, which is in the 1980s, they didn't have these, and so it was very easy to confuse the two rocks. So there in the background is false safe rock. Another very cube-like looking rock. Yeah. And here in this picture, we have like the signs and stuff now, but you can see how it could be confusing. No, for sure. So if you were to go on the trail that was near false safe rock... You would think you were going the right direction, you know, it would sort of lead up the mountain, but then the path would eventually start to go downhill and you might think, okay, well, that's kind of a red flag, but I don't know. You go up and down on trails, even if you are kind of hoping to go up to the peak of a mountain.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't think too much about that. I have made way more embarrassing mistakes hiking with maps. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Following this trail will lead you into sort of a swampy bamboo forest. And kind of a lot of cliffs and stuff. So it's very easy to get lost there. Very easy to get lost and turned around. Oh. This is where our story takes place. So, July 23rd, 1989, two men from Tokyo were hiking to the summit when they misidentified False Safe Rock as Safe Rock and went down the wrong trail.
0: Not False Safe Rock.
1: <laughs> I, I love False Safe Rock and Safe Rock.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: apparently the a couple of days before it had been kind of rainy and so the innkeeper who they originally had talked to in the morning had said hey maybe like don't go out you know um it's probably a little slippery it might be better to go out a different day it will get really cold at night and there's also the risk of like flash flooding and mudslides in some of the areas and they're like oh no we'll be fine I know, famous last words.
0: (laughs) Sorry, just all of that. Oh, no, we'll be fine.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, So when the innkeeper saw that they didn't come back at nightfall, they called the authorities.
0: What good innkeepers?
1: I know. The innkeeper is the MVP of this story. But, yeah, it was just like, hey, they didn't come back. I tried to warn them. These are two men from Tokyo, you know, I don't know how much hiking experience they have. You got to come out here. These city slickers
0: are stupid. Essentially. Yeah,
1: essentially. <laughs> However, they could not search that night due to fog and other dangerous conditions. So as soon as the sun rose, a helicopter went out and a massive search start when the helicopter found this giant SOS sign made of birch logs. And this is hey. by sort of the bamboo area in kind of a clearing. And so they appeared to have been cut with an ax and dragged out to this area. And these were fairly big, like, it was a fairly big sign. So each letter was approximately five meters long, three meters wide.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. That's
1: huge. And the whole sign was about, like, 18 meters long, um, I think 15 meters wide or so. So it was, it was huge. Yeah. All taking 19, like, it wasn't just huge. It was also probably a huge effort to do.
0: Yeah, for Um, sure
1: made with 19 tree trunks with like a 10 to 15 centimeter diameter. And as kind of a way to um, visualize this a little bit more is your average billboard is um, about this size as well. And so I have a picture of the sign that they took from the helicopter. And so it's, it's fairly clear. Yeah, it is. And again, it, it had to have taken a decent amount of effort to do
0: yeah so did they like land near there did they like go
1: no they were like oh that's silly um no they (laughs) yes they landed near there and they you know like radioed in to the search and said hey you need to come kind of over to this area but they didn't find them in kind of right around the sos sign
0: Uh, well that's little
1: and so they're like that's kind of weird but because they were in that or they they did like start to search More in that area, and they found the two men in a cave about two kilometers um, away from the sign. They were looking, you know, very tired, very hungry. Um, They said that they had encountered a flash flood that swept away most of their gear, but otherwise they were completely fine. And so the rescuers, as they like took them into the helicopter and were like taking them into the hospital, they were like, hey, that was really smart of you to put up an SOS sign. And the hikers replied, <laughs> what SOS sign?
0: No.
1: So immediately the searchers are thinking, oh shit, someone else is out there. And continue the search. Um, and this is this is what they find. So near the area where the SOS sign was, they find a backpack that was in a hole partially covered by uh, tree roots. And this, it contains several personal items Um, It contained toothpaste, soap, towel, a driver's license, two cameras, a notebook, and also a tape recorder with four tapes. Most of them contained just sort of popular Japanese anime intros of the time, but one of the tapes had a recorded message.
0: What?
1: And so the license, when they looked at it, belonged to Kinji Iwamara, uh, who was 22 years old and had gone missing July 10th, 1984.
0: Wait, wait, wait! Five
1: wait. years before. <laughs> oh,
0: and wait—like, had there been flights over that region?
1: I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. Okay. So the recording is two minutes and seventeen seconds, and the message translates to, "I'm on a cliff. I can't move. SOS, help me! I'm on a cliff. I can't move. SOS, help me! I'm at the spot where I first saw the helicopter." The bamboo grass is too deep i can't go anywhere please lift me up from here and so they were like okay he's got to be the person that made the sign and they also found a body by the sign but this is where it gets weird okay so the police essentially said okay case closed this was kenji he made the sign he you know was saying sos in the tape you know clearly this was him but it got leaked that the body was that of a female.
0: Uh, what? Well, and... So...
1: No, you go ahead. No, no, no. Keep going. So it was leaked that it was the body of a female. And so everyone was like, um, what? And then the police came back and said, oh, no, 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 no. It was just... Um, he, he was just a like very slight man. And so it looked like a female skeleton at first. <laughs> There's... No. No.
0: (laughs) There's, like, literal differences. Yeah. It's not just he was skinny.
1: (laughs) So it it was very bizarre. It felt like they were kind of covering it up. Another weird thing is that when the tape was played for Kenji's parents, they were unsure if that was him in the tape.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: even though it was with all of his stuff, it was unclear if that was actually even him in the tape.
0: Well, it's weird, too, that he said he's stuck in the tape, but the tape wasn't where, like, near a body. So that's the other thing, is
1: in the tape, you know, he clearly
0: says he's stuck on a cliff. Yeah.
1: And that he's in sort of the bamboo and it's too thick.
0: Yeah, which I don't remember you mentioning bamboo.
1: Yeah, so the question is, did he, like, get down To that area and then where the SOS sign was after recording that stuff on the tape, which seems kind of weird because, I don't know, I feel like the tape is almost like this is my last kind of hope for like someone hearing me. And if it wasn't him, then who was it down there? Yeah. And how did his stuff get down there?
0: That's what I was wondering the whole time. (laughs) And is that what the female body is?
1: So some other things about the skeleton was it had a fractured leg and a fractured arm but otherwise no identification. So this person had also clearly been, you know, hurt pretty badly. Yeah. And so this leads to kind of an additional question of who cut down the
0: trees, though? I mean, a fracture isn't that. Like, if you were were injured, I do think like out if you were like really adrenaline you know if jen <laughs> if Jin was out
1: there she could do it
0: she could do it i guess it depends on the severity of the fracture because a fracture yeah. doesn't necessarily mean but also if they're fracture if they have fractures in two different locations that does kind of seem to mean they were probably injured in more than yeah they were, they
1: were probably hurting in multiple ways. So, I mean, definitely someone could have done that. But again, this would have been a kind of incredible feat. And they never found an axe around that area too. And they said specifically, these trees look like they had been cut.
0: Cut by axes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you saying that and I was like, originally when you said that, I was like, did these two like men have random fucking when you said that originally i was like did these men have axes like i thought that was weird for the original men. yeah
1: i don't know it was something that was made very clear in all the different articles they're like it looks like it was cut with an axe um and they were like very clean cuts so it was like someone who knew what they were doing
0: but they never found
1: an axe around the area
0: can we talk about how lucky those first two guys were
1: (laughs) i know like just such a stroke of luck
0: not find the skeleton also in the original search
1: I, I don't know um, I have a, a feeling it was kind of with the backpack kind of hidden in that hole but it's still it's kind of weird
0: <laughs> like yeah like if they're searching for people <laughs> around this
1: yeah yeah so there's, there's a lot of questions number one where's Kenji Yeah, you know, his stuff was there, but it doesn't seem to be his remains. Why were the police seemingly so obsessed with kind of trying to close this case? You know, why did it come out that it was a a female body? And then they were immediately like, oh no, it was a male body. And also was there maybe another person who was like the person on the tapes that wasn't Kenji and could they have possibly been there as well? And could that have explained how they were able to, like, get the trees down, but then also, where is that person? Where is the axe?
0: It's all just so weird.
1: (laughs) And also, like, would the sign really have been visible after five years, too?
0: I would say no. (laughs) Um,
1: They did a little bit further investigation, and they examined some aerial photos of the area. And discovered that the SOS sign was partially observable in 1987, but was not seen in photos taken in 1982. So it definitely was there in 1987. Two years prior. prior.
0: Yeah. But not five years prior.
1: They have no idea if it was there five years prior.
0: Well, it wasn't there five years prior. I thought you said.
1: No, no. So it, it was there in 1987. The two men from Tokyo oh, who went lost were in 82. 1989.
0: Sorry, it wasn't there seven years ago, but it was Yeah, three. it wasn't
1: there seven years ago. Unclear where it was five years ago, but it was there two years ago.
0: Gotcha. So yeah. we know that it was put up between seven to two years ago. Yeah. That's crazy, though. I, I could not imagine an SOS sign not being covered by vegetation.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, so mean, like,
0: clear in the picture.
1: It's a like, it's a big sign. It's very clear, but- Or
0: someone not stumbling upon- I mean, clearly it seems like a woman stumbled upon it.
1: Yeah. But it it doesn't look like- I would have thought vegetation would have covered it or it at least would have gone mossy and it wouldn't have been as visible.
0: Or, like, it animals
1: would have moved pieces of it. I don't know. Or, you know, even like they said, there were, like, flash floods. So, you know, that could have happened and moved some of the logs. So it didn't
0: look like an SOS. I don't know. That's and so even that in two years it stayed, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I, I completely agree. And that's really all we have on the story. There's a lot of just kind of questions about what was going on and why there was kind of this sketchiness around the case, but there's not really any answers. It was actually really weird because when I was reading the articles, there was kind of this like blaming Kenji and being like, oh, well, he shouldn't have gone up. You know, he wasn't a mountaineer. He wasn't like a tough, he wasn't an athletic guy. He was just this, and literally one of the articles said like a weeb and otaku who thought he was tough and wanted to climb a mountain. And I was like, what is happening?
0: That's so mean.
1: Yeah. And so it it was very bizarre reading that. And it felt like it was kind of victim blaming. But then you're also like, well, was that even? We don't even know where he is.
0: We don't even know if he's a victim. Yeah. Like he could have not made the SOS sign. Someone could have just found his stuff. Mm-hmm. But also don't be mean to him. What the fuck? I know. And
1: then it's also this c- sort of question of like, how many people are out there then?
0: I know. If we didn't know these two people,
1: yeah. Like how many that's... cases had just sort of been closed? <laughs> They're like, oh, that's... we found it.
0: Yeah, that's so bizarre. Well, that was a good story.
1: Was it better than the first story?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> And yeah, I'll, like
1: I'll post all these photos on Twitter as well.
0: Cool. Well, speaking of, then, our Twitter is at pawn. Our Gmail is MysteryMountainPodcast at gmail.com. You can send us little, little, little emails. Little emails. Well, we emails. would love it. We'd be so pleased by your emails. Uh... <laughs> you can
1: tell us how to how to pronounce things. Um, yeah. Clearly we need it. I don't know, maybe we'll, yeah. go, we'll stop doing international stories. That maybe. probably won't help, though. We'll still probably mess up someone's name. We will. And please also subscribe. And if you're able to give us five stars, we'd love it. Because that would help us out. And we'll try to make this next year a good one.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us for a year, for those who have. And if you're new, thanks for checking us out.
1: I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you next time on Mystery Mountain.
0: Goodbye.